I just got blown off by a guy I didn't even go after. You should find a safe, legal alternative to killing him. I already have. When I get through with him, there'll be nothing left but jelly. Well, you won't have to do anything to his brain. You're listening to The Lawndale Lowdown, but we're thinking of changing the name. The Lawndale Lowdown. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Lawndale Lowdown. I'm Osnock, I am joined as always by Princess Pasta, hello. Hello. I'm debating whether to change that intro up every now and then because I swear, like the, I swear I say that exact thing every time and like the episode, the beginning of the episodes are indistinguishable from each other. Well hey, it's, it's continuity. Yeah, well you know, aside from the fact there's a different soundbite at the start of the episode, but you know. We are done with season one, but we're not because we're going to, we decided, well, we already decided because we talked about this last episode. We're going to sort of do kind of a, well, I say recap, but it's, it's not quite a recap. It's more kind of a discussion about season one, really. Yeah, more of like a reflection, I guess, would be a good word. Yeah, because I mean, the recaps are what we've already done for the last two years, apparently. So they're, they're recaps. This is more of a general thing so this is going to be a, obviously for for those reasons this is going to be a totally different format to usual i mean a little bit more free form i guess in a way um there's no distinct segments we are going to do towards the end have our personal sort of top five episodes of the season yes i say if anyone who's been paying attention to this podcast recent well at all will probably there'll probably be a couple of things in there that aren't entirely surprising but we'll get to that. So the first season, um, in in a lot of ways, was if we, the first episode in particular was very much kind of a foundation. It was as as is typical. It was like you know just setting the basics up. You know, here's Daria. She's in a new town, a new school. Here's a here's a family. She's got fr- she makes a friend in this self esteem class and all that sort of stuff. I feel like this season more than any of the other seasons. You could pretty much, and probably, maybe this is the same for season two to an extent. Most of these episodes you could probably put in any order and it wouldn't make a massive difference. I mean, there's a couple of exceptions, but I think, you know, like you couldn't, for example, you couldn't really put Road Warrior after, well, actually, no, never mind. That point, (laughs) I've just realised that point makes no sense. I was was thinking of, oh, the whole Trent thing, but really, well. Well, it really, it just needed to be in the first season it didn't necessarily have to be in any sort of order except obviously it had to come after the second episode cause... yeah that's, that's what i was just thinking like i said the invitation is where sort of trump first appears so obviously well i feel like from a story perspective you know it's just it could have you could have put most of them you could have shuffled the order and not changed much yeah it's really just kind of like you said just setting the foundation for all the characters so it's like a lot of the episodes kind of stand on their own. Like I think uh, when I was introducing the show to one of my friends, I actually sent her the invitation first instead of the first episode. She could still like understand the whole thing. It wasn't like there was any part where she was like, I don't get it. This is something I've said on forums and stuff like that, on the forums and stuff like that before. I've always felt that if you're going to introduce somebody to Dari who's new to it, that I felt that probably the invitation was probably a better episode to go to than a Steamsters. In a way, I mean, as much as the Steamsters set, sets the scene initially, I feel like 
perhaps there's more... Well, maybe not. it's not that necessarily, that just the invitation, I feel, is a better episode. Yeah, it does kind of flow a little bit better for me. And I think you get introduced to more characters. So it's kind of like you see everybody, like you see Kevin and Brittany and, you know, all the other characters. So get more of a well-rounded look. I feel like it, it was um, it's a it's a pretty good season overall. I mean, there's no I don't feel there's necessarily any there's not any bad episodes. Definitely the highs are very high. I think that sort of the best episodes are like a lot better than some of the others, but I don't think there's an episode I'd say that's a terrible episode. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like there's some episodes obviously that I don't like as much as others, but I wouldn't say they're bad episodes, they're just not my favorites. I there are certainly several episodes I could rewatch numerous times and in well, I say that as if I haven't. I mean I think of what I've mentioned on this podcast before that when I've sort of rediscovered Daria, I kind of was watching it on a loop like constantly. It was like, yeah. I got to the end and then started again and then did that for a while. Uh, whereas now I don't watch it anywhere near as much. In fact, I, mm-hmm. honestly, lately I've only watched episodes for the podcast. Same here. I mean, sometimes I'll get the urge to watch like specific episodes, but for the most part, I usually just watch them before we record something. Yeah. That's not, that, and that's your point out, though. That's not obviously not an indication on the show. That's just the fact that, you know, I've watched them. I've watched everything several times, and I've got other things to watch, so... Yeah, I mean, after a while, it's like, okay, I've seen this, seen these enough. <laughs> I was talk- talking before as well, I don't, I, it, it's, it's weird as well that I sort of had a moment, and um, I'll go into this a bit more later, probably, that there was certainly one or two episodes that, when we were sort of going through them, I thought at the time, oh, I forgot this was season one, and also, when thinking about it earlier, I'm thinking... When was this episode in? Oh, was this in season one? Because there are a couple of episodes that I don't remember doing, but then we have sort of it has taken us a long time to get through season one overall, so that probably has a part to play in it. Yeah, that like gap in between. It's like it makes it feel like we didn't record those episodes, and we actually did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, when you when you record, when we go a period of eighteen months and only record three episodes in the space of that eighteen months, it kind of spreads it out. I mean, we did sort of come out of the traps quite quickly when we started this. Yeah, we did. I think we initially. I think we had an initial. Um, we had an initial plan to do an episode roughly every two weeks. That didn't last very long. Yeah, we were like, "Oh, we'll do this bi-weekly," and then after we got started, it's like, "Well, maybe that's not entirely realistic." I mean, you know, st- life got in the way, really. I think. Plus, we just, oh yeah, this podcast we do. We didn't really forget it. It was just one of those things that we got busy and. Things happen. But anyway, we're sort of drifting off. I'm kind of drifting away from the actual show itself, which is kind of the thought. So, um, I was actually trying and failing to find, um, like, interviews, you know, comments from sort of the creators about the first season. Because I was, I was, there were some quotes that I was trying to find, because I seem to remember, it could, I could be wrong, but I seem to remember, was it Glenn Eichler or saying something about how when they were doing this season, they did it. With the mindset that there was no guarantee that there would be anything after that, that wouldn't necessarily, you know, that obviously they didn't know whether it would get renewed, so they sort of, I'd say I could, I could have this completely wrong, but no, I, you're right. I think it was, I want to say it was one of the 20th anniversary interviews, or maybe slightly before that, um, but or maybe it was the anniversary of the first episode. I don't remember, but yeah, there was an interview where he was saying that like the show is new for MTV, like they had no idea this was like a new demographic they were trying to target. So they had no idea if it was even going to be successful. So, like, that first episode was basically... I mean, first season, it's basically them just really, like, 
doing whatever and seeing if it worked. Yeah. I mean, I, for some reason, I don't, I don't know whether the term throwing spaghetti at the wall was actually used or whether it was something I came up with. But, I mean, obviously not a phrase that I myself invented, but whether it was something that just came to my head or whether it was an actual line that they, they said, but it could have been, I don't know. But it was that kind of thing, just, you know, seeing what worked and what didn't and just... I'd say the fact that sort of, of quite a lot of the inter- the episode or does worse, sort of it could be interchangeable, kind of does that. Yeah, they kind of made it like, you know, these episodes are just... I guess that's why they kind of waited to really make things, you know, structured in a way. Yeah, although I kind of think, well, I mean, it kind of wasn't until sort of... And this is why I say, I feel like it wasn't until season three that the idea of sort of some direct continue or at least some kind of arcs kind of started appearing, really. Yeah, that's true. Some vague stuff anyway. I mean, but we'll get to that. Um, I feel like, that, like in terms of ending the season, I felt like the Misery Chick kind of w- w- was best at the end. I don't think, for me, I don't think it would have worked as well in the middle of the season, perhaps. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, that one's definitely like a, a season ender. Like, I can't see it fitting anywhere else. Yeah, there's just some um, interesting things. I wanted to sort of briefly touch on, because we never, we've never really discussed it much, mainly because there's not much to discuss in it, because it's only a short thing. The pilot, which is only a few minutes long, if I recall. I haven't actually watched it in a long time, but I have, I remember what it what it was about, but it was... Was it probably about... I want to say it was only about seven minutes long or something. It was quite short. Oh, maybe around seven, yeah. Yeah, Sealed with a Kick, it was called. I remember that much. And um, it contained sort of a couple of things that we talked about that were interesting, like um, the idea of sort of Daria making the effort to um, mess with Kevin, basically. Yeah, like she has this whole running gag throughout the entire like little sequence. Uh, which we don't really see her do in, you know, once we get into, like, the regular episodes. She doesn't really, like, actively <laughs> try to go after, you know, make Kevin look like an idiot. Like, he does that enough himself. Like, she doesn't really put forth the effort to do that. And it does contain that one little shot that I've seen before that weirds me out of Daria with a massive grin on her face. But when she gets <laughs> That's, like, my favourite part. <laughs> it's kind It's very weird, though. It's, it's like... Oh, it's weird. Just the whole... <laughs> Just the whole, I baked cookies for you thing. <laughs> I'd vaguely remember Jane saying something about, was it Daria said, something like his brains would, um, he'd turn his brain to jelly or something. And I want to say Jane says something along the lines of it wouldn't take much effort or something. Oh yeah, I don't really remember. But <laughs> I'm, It's very vague. I, re- I, rem- I, just, I mostly remember Daria deliberately messing with Kevin and having a big smile on her face that was weird. And Quinn... Was Quinn trying to date Kevin or something? I can't remember. Yeah, she, like, at the end, <laughs> she, like, ends up, like, talking to him or something. Which actually is something, um, moving on a bit, which is that whole idea of, sort of, um, Quinn trying to get with Kevin does does actually come up in season one, actually, in, in, a, in one episode. Um, it was, I can't remember the title of the name. The, the, uh, the Lab Rat. Elaborate, that was it. I was going to say that the name of the episode escaped me for a bit, but that was that kind of happened where she's trying to make stuff for Kevin. And um, I should actually credit we got we got a message from. Um, no, I'm, I'm just going. I'm going to say I'm, I don't know. I'm going to say T J Dolph. I don't know if that's how. It's, I guess from the look of it, that's how it's supposed to be. I don't know. So I apologize. Apologies if I got that wrong. But um, the fact that as, as I say, Brit, um, Brittany, not Brittany, Quinn is trying to. Um, you're trying to get. 
Kevin to go on a date with him, which on her, with her, which is um, as I say, it's 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 really the only time that um, Quinn is trying to get somebody specifically out on a date with her. Yeah, because like after that, it's like we never see her like actually worrying about that. Like there's always somebody that's asking her on a date. She's never really like going after anyone. And the, the thought that um, TJ points out is um, you know is you know just sort of sort of does Quinn. Do we really think Quinn made all that food? I'm thinking, I don't know. It seems, like, uncharacteristic of her to cook. <laughs> like, I can't imagine her knowing how to cook anything. But then, you know, it could be. That episode is a, is a curious one as a whole, to be honest. Um, and as I say, going forward, you know, you don't, as I say, you don't see Quinn making an, an effort to actually try and get someone to date him. Obviously, there's, um, I mean, there's her trying to impress... Um, her tutor David in is it fall yet? But obviously that's a very different um, that's a very different scenario. <laughs> as um, we kind of had a little bit of a discussion about that, but um, I'm just trying to think what else. I don't know if I've got anything specific I want to say to be honest. Oh, about Quinn? Yeah, I mean if we're gonna, I suppose if we're gonna sort of um, go through some more of this stuff, um, there's, a, there's a point that sort of the whole Mrs. Manson and the um, self-esteem thing never comes up again you know she's i think she's seen in the background in a couple of episodes but never actually does anything well it was like my i don't know i guess it was my understanding that like the reason we don't see that anymore is because it's not like relevant to the plot well, anymore no, exactly you know i mean it's 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 the same thing you could argue is you know you know it's the same with say like um dr shah or somebody like that you know they only need to be in one episode <laughs> yeah because like after they leave the class it's kind of like that's it <laughs> and you know there are the sort of Interesting thing. Interesting things that um, say there's um, the character Tori who, who is talking in the invitation, talking to Sandy and uh, Tiffany. Is it? Yeah, it's Tiffany about yeah. people at the party, and that's really the only thing she does in the in the entire run. She, um, you know, she's relegated to a background character for the rest of it, which is sort of an interesting. When you consider again, as as I say, this is kind. Of, this season feels more like sort of they're just putting things out there and seeing whether stuff works. So. I mean, the whole fashion club, you know, she's not involved in it in any way. So the other, that's the only obvious, that's the only time she interacts with anyone directly, and it's obviously before the idea of. Well, it's not before. It's no, it's not. It's not before the idea of. It's before we see the fashion club as a whole appear together as one thing. Obviously, obviously, Quinn mentions being vice president of the fashion club in the previous episode. So yeah, I mean, I think you make a good point about it being like an experimental kind of season. I think that's why we get a lot of these new characters that end up not really doing anything later because it's like they're just for trying to get, you know, I think they're just trying to get the story down, you know, <laughs> like having like jokes and just like a basic format. But once they started like refining it, it's like, well, now we can't have all these extra characters in it. I mean, it's, I mean, as this was said, it's saying, um, you know, and the question is sort of, you know, how how different would the show have been if they made some different choices? Well, I'm thinking, well, it's, you know, so the Fashion Club, or Chuck Jody and Mystic Spire were in the pilot of the first episode, but again, they were, that will be put down to, but in, specifically in the case of the first episode, just kind of focusing on the sort of what they consider to be the main principal characters at first. Sort of, mm-hmm. sort of get, a, get a basic grounding of them before we start sort of spreading off into other people. That's kind of really how that works, you know, because you, you can't... You, if you try to cram as much as you could into one episode, you'd never you'd never actually get anything out of it. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, saying, oh, if there'd been different choices, well, I mean, honestly, I feel like that, that could be a discussion that could potentially go on forever, really. 
Yeah, if you think about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like, yeah, that's a, you made a good point. <laughs> I don't think I have anything to add to that. <laughs> and again, just as an extra comment, it just says, speaking of Mystic Spiral, Trent Lane, perfect boyfriend or slacker from hell. Well, I mean, you know, this is kind of, in terms of season one, there's nothing really to go on. No, not at all. I mean, we see him twice. And I think this is when it's, I mean, they do really hint at that whole, like, Daria Trent thing in Road Warrior, where they kind of show, like, obviously she has a crush on him. And, like, obviously, like, they kind of show, like, this is going to be a thing later on. Like, they kind of end it like that. Like, this is not, you know, it's going to keep continue somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, they very much leave that as a, as a point that could be carried on in future seasons and what have you. I'd almost feel like that, that's, I feel like that's, Possibly something I'd want to touch on more when we get sort of more happening. What season is that? Like season three or season two? Um, Where it gets more into that. I feel like it's season two, but maybe I'm wrong. It's probably a three. For, uh, uh, <sighs> like, I really don't know. I mean, it reaches its conclusion in season four, really. But I'd say probably. I, I don't know, to be honest. Season two and three off the top of my head. I'm, I can't offhand think of what exactly happened and when it happened, so... I mean, you know, it could be a cer- certainly something we could look at at the end of each season and think, well, what's happened now, and maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in terms of what's what's the other thing? Oh, Dar- Daria Triumphant. So this is kind of a thing that I guess was more of a thing in this season? Uh, yeah, it was kind of like, I think that's kind of where this trope kind of started, honestly. Yeah, the whole idea that Daria basically kind of always wins in the end of this season, or at least... Yeah, like, she never really gets challenged by anyone that actually... At least in this season, that actually, you know, affects her. Like, she always wins every battle that she goes into. Yeah, but again, I'm... I'm I mean, again, personally, I'm going to put this down to... I don't know, this is this is probably kind of boring and me being, <laughs> being a parrot at this point. But again, I feel like this is just down to it being the first season of something that might not necessarily carry on. Yeah, so I guess they wanted to just, to like, have things wrap up kind of nicely like never have any loose ends in a way yeah i mean talking about the season and i suppose the, the show as a whole and this is kind of off topic a bit but there is a point that, that they've said before that there's no there is a no actual lost lost episode of daria that they only have oh yeah that was like a rumor that's people like <laughs> did i think like they're like asking if there was ever like an episode they never never aired or like never went forward with or you know an idea that they've never used and they've always said no we literally only had the budget to we had to basically do what we came up with because that was the budget we had yeah exactly like they didn't have (laughs) room to like do all these extra things you know i don't know whether i necessarily 100 percent believe that but i get well mind you mtv going into it as you say a new trying something new at the time it could it could be true but you know obviously i mean not... i guess i believe it in the fact that i don't think they ever like i believe they had other ideas but i think it was like they never really went forward with them like you know what i mean it wasn't like they started to actually make an episode and then they told them like no you can't do that <laughs> like i think they just never went forward with some things i don't know i mean do you have any sort of general points you want to bring up about season one anything in particular that uh hmm I don't know. I, I think we covered a lot of it. Yeah, I think it's just, I mean, it's a pretty solid first season. It, you know, it hits all the, it's funny. Uh, we get introduced to a lot of new characters. They're described pretty well. We get a basis for how things are going to go in the future a little bit. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's a solid season. I mean, I think in terms of the seasons as a whole, I tend to 
sort of rank this season. Probably right in the middle, I'd say. Maybe. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I I would think. I'd, I'm just trying to think. I'd, I'd, yeah, it, there's a lot of establishment going on. It's just, you know, there obviously there are stories that are designed. I mean, I think in particular the misery chick kind of gets more. Obviously, is is Daria sort of getting more into how she how she really thinks and how she does things. But it's sort of yeah, there's very much. It definitely feels like right here's something we've got, and then this is a framework. Here's our framework basically. And, you know, they fleshed out most of the characters enough <clears> that they can do something with them more, more with them going forward. With that in mind, uh, I suppose we shall move on to um, the top five, I guess. Because that's the only real other... I mean, aside from sort of a general discussion of the season, that's the only real topic we have, I suppose. Yeah. I, I've not really, we've not really talked about how we're going to go about this, whether we just sort of take it in oh, yeah, terms I was to ask go you like... <laughs> Take it turns to go like, should we do like, like say why, what we like about a specific episode, and then sort of take it in turns to go right. Well, here's number five, and then here's number four. Sort of a countdown. Yeah, I figure we might as well do that. Makes sense. So I don't know. I'll let you decide whether you want to go first or oh, second. Oh, okay. So should I just run down my list? <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know. I just, like, do you want to alternate and go five each, and then four each, or do you want to do? Your top oh, five no, it might, be, five. might be confusing. <laughs> I'll just go through my through my list and then you can say yeah, your list. Fair enough, that, that makes sense. <laughs> so, uh, starting from five. So, five, I chose Pinch Sitter. Uh, mostly because it's not my favorite, obviously, but I think it has a lot of solid humor moments, which is why it still uh, stands out for me. Then for four, I chose Too Cute, mostly because I like the interaction between uh, Daria and Quinn in that episode. And I do like that it shows that despite how much they fight, you know, they do still reach a consensus on some things. And Daria does care about Quinn and vice versa. Uh, three, I chose Esteemsters, which uh, I was originally going to choose the invitation for the reasons we discussed but I decided to stick with the first episode because, I don't know, I felt like I had, like, you know, it's a, it's a good episode. Felt like it deserved to have a, you know, a point on this list. Um, two, I chose Road Warrior. One, because it's the first time we kind of see Daria in, like, a state of vulnerability that we don't see normally. Uh, and two, because Transcendent. I'm just going to be completely... <laughs> I'm being completely transparent here because Trent is like one of my favorite characters and I do like how they wrote him in this episode. And uh, one, of course, probably not surprising to many people is the misery chick because it's it gets a little deeper than the other episodes. And it really uh, that's really kind of what made the show stick for me, honestly, like the misery chick is what really, really made me love the show and what is one of the reasons why it's like one of my top favorite cartoons. That's not a bad list. I like this. I like this list, especially seeing as my list has seems to since since we decided. Oh, let's do a top five. I think my list has sort of changed several times mm-hmm. because there's some there's some that I'm going to be honest wouldn't make a top five for me, but others that sort of could go. So let's let's see how this works then. Um, so for my personal favorite, I, well, my top five. I have uh, number five, uh, Cafe Disaffecto, which is interesting considering we just we've just been talking about how we couldn't remember we did it. Yeah, that was... <laughs> it's just mostly the whole idea of sort of 
the diff- seeing everyone trying to fundraise for this thing and um, Daria basically being forced to either do one thing or the other thing and she doesn't want to do either. So the idea that she doesn't want to perform but she also doesn't want to get involved in fundraising either but she decides she wants to do fundraising and basically the fact that she manages to rope Jane in with the, with the promise of basically her being able to see the inside of people's houses and, and how bad they might be decorated. And immediately Jane's just like, I'm bringing the Polaroid. <laughs> some reason that, for some reason that's one of my favourite Jane bits, just of, 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 of Dari persuading her and her, trying to say, well, at least do it, for, was it, do it for the spirit of looking in people's houses and see what messed up decor they have. Yeah, that is a pretty... And honestly, Quinn's thing with that guy, um, was it Daniel? that is honestly i'll be honest with that is probably one of my favorite quinn quinn bits of the entire series of period just where he's like acting like he's he's acting as if he's almost on an actual phone call to her yeah she's just like you're breaking up i can't hear you (laughs) see what would happen and just how persuasive she is and it's just i don't know why that that whole that whole bit just cracks me up anyway um so that was number five number four um esteemsters which was kind of I almost, I, I kind of almost feel the first episode. I, I feel almost a weird obligation to put it in there. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Just it wasn't when I f- was first trying to formulate a top five. It wasn't until recently that I decided to put it in there because it, it wasn't even not that it not that I thought it was a bad episode, but I thought you know if I was going to recommend five favorite episodes, it wouldn't be in there. But I think it just. Just the whole, as I say, establishment of all these characters and how it seems to get a lot done in a very short space of time. Yeah, it's just a fun episode in general to see sort of Daria make this friend who has yeah. similar, a similar, kind of a similar view to her, but is more um, and the idea, just the idea that Jane fails the the esteem class just because it gives her something to do on an afternoon. You know, it's just. I mean, in some ways, you get you can tell that even though clearly Trent is the slacker of the lame family, you know. You know, Jane isn't exactly isn't exactly the get up and go type either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as much as she loves doing art, she's obviously she's an artist and loves making art. She's you know m- m- much more m- more motivated than Trent, but then arguably that's not a high bar to aim for. So, but I just like that. Okay, number three, um, sort of a counter to what you were saying. Uh, at number three, I'd put the invitation, just obviously because in terms of an interesting story, I feel like that's a good introduction. Mm-hmm. to the series and as I say we've talked about that quite a bit so um now let's see let's see if we can figure this one out number two um I'm putting misery chick at number two blasphemy blasphemy <laughs> well you know <laughs> um, I guess I, I don't even know how I don't, I don't even know how to specifically describe it. I, I just feel like it was it was a very it was a very strong ending to the season and it does obviously the the sort of the more deeper look into sort of how Daria works and how other people see her and she like kind of doesn't like the way people see her and it's just sort of and you know you get I feel like as well the whole conversation with her and Jane towards the end kind of is it kind of shows how Jane I I think in that instance Jane gets Daria more than Daria realizes in a way in a weird way I feel like because obviously she's like avoiding us because for, well, for the reasons she discussed, that she doesn't want to think and all this sort of stuff. She doesn't want to think about the fact that she made jokes about a guy dying and then he did. And then she shows that she gets Daria and is kind of trying to explain to her, obviously, why other people see her the way they do. Mm-hmm. But, because I honestly, and I honestly get the feeling that Jane, Jane, certainly 
earlier on, I get the impression that Jane is perhaps not not while not as intelligent as Daria necessarily in terms of sort of that sort of thing. She does possess sort of she is she is, she's certainly far from stupid, and she just <laughs> that that that's kind of sounds like a backhanded compliment. She is smart in her own way, but she's more well. I think it comes to light in further seasons that you know she she's smart. Well, she's smart in different ways. She's just not smart necessarily like academically but i don't think that's really a good measure of like smarts <laughs> she prefers to put more effort into what she knows she's better at so which mm-hmm. is understandable and so number two number one and prepare yourself for a shock but number one is road warrior just i feel like aside from the aside from the bits the bits that we realized while we were talking about it and sort of picked holes in bits of it <laughs> <laughs> Although that was more a production thing than anything. Well, no, I was going to say it feels like the, more, the most complete episode of the season, but no, that's not... I wouldn't necessarily say that, to be honest. Well, complete in what way? <laughs> well, 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 exactly, that's why I sort of changed my mind. But I, I changed, sort of changed my mind on that, but I just... I don't know. It beats Misery Chick just purely on a humour level for me, and I know the Misery Chick is supposed to... Obviously, that's by design, because the Misery Chick is a more serious episode by design. But it's, um, I don't know, it's hard to explain, really, if I'm honest. I just, it's just a case of, I just like it slightly more. <laughs> those are, I mean, those are, I mean, those were always my top two. It was just which order are they going in. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm sure those top two in particular are no, for both of us, are no shock to anyone. <laughs> no, I, I can't imagine it would be. I think we've pretty much even said, I think we pretty much even said on the last episode that we thought those were the two best episodes. Yeah, we're like, ah, oh, these are our, our favourites. <laughs> So there's an absolute shocker. That is our favourite top five episodes. Agree, disagree, I'm I'm sure everyone has their own opinions. (laughs) I feel free to let us know through the usual channels, the um, Twitter, Lawndale Lowdown. Basically, if you search Lawndale Lowdown on on Twitter, Facebook, online, you'll find it pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, don't yes. let the search too hard. So that's the top five. Um, I don't think I've really got anything else to, to say on that. I don't know if you have anything generally you want to add in terms of the season as a whole or anything specific. I don't know. Well, I just have to say that I am absolutely shocked that Cafe Disaffecto is on your list. <laughs> that was a sort of shock to me. <laughs> it, it, was, it was kind of a thing where I was like, oh, yeah, that, that episode that I... I was literally just talking about that I've forgotten we'd done. Yeah, yeah just because you were like, well, I kind of forgot this episode. <laughs> so I, like, didn't even think that, but like... That, but then when I thought about it, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest, that literally came into the top five as we were talking. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, I like this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of remembered, oh, I actually really like that one, even though I forgot which season it was in. I mean, it was that or... What was it? I don't know. We could. We, we, I don't, I don't want to have to run down... I don't want to run down the entire season in terms of episodes that... Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> but you know, it was it was that fifth spot was kind of switching around a lot. If I'm honest, even even as I say, while we were rec- while we were doing, the, even as over the course of this podcast, that num my number five has switched around a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you mentioned pinch sitter, and that never even occurred to me somehow. But I like yeah, that I don't one. Know, that one just looks so funny to me. I don't know why I find that one so funny, but I think just Daria having to interact with these children. Is what is just so hilarious to me. Yeah, this is. I feel like that's a very, very much an instance of Daria being um, taken way out of her comfort zone. Yeah, definitely. And she does it to get out of um, 
what is it, the family meeting or whatever it was. Yeah, something that had to do with that. Yeah, it had to do with something like a, a parents group or something. I guess that's it then for season one, I suppose. Oh, um, yeah, I think we kind of like covered everything that we wanted to. Thank you for listening. Um... The next episode, will we will go back to our regularly scheduled format, I'm sure, which will be the uh, first episodes of Season 2, Arts and Crass. Now, well, well, we'll find out when the episode comes around, but there may be something different about it. I'm pulling a tease. I don't want to say anything for certain in, in case things fall through, but, you know, something may happen. Just, just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. The next episode might be a bit different, or it might be the same. We don't know yet. We have think we did, but what I will definitely can say for definitely we have something in the we have completely unrelated to that we have something in the works which we will aim to have ready and talk about on the next episode so look forward to that I guess <laughs> just full of surprises <laughs> so um say so no I can't remember but I mentioned this at the beginning but I honestly can't remember because my brain's fried at this point and I'm quite tired <laughs> no six sad world thing this episode just because. I don't know, I just wanted to just keep this as sort of a one, kind of a one-topic show, really, it, really. Um, and it's not anything to do with the fact that I never bothered to look for any for a story. It's certainly nothing to do with that. No, of course not. <laughs> oh dear. But anyway, if you want to um, find more stuff about the show, we are on Twitter at uh, Lawndale Lowdown. Facebook, I assume it's facebook.com slash Lawndale Lowdown, but I mean, if you search, search for us on Facebook, you'll find us. We're not hard to, we're not hard to find. We have an email lawndalelowdown at gmail.com the website is thelawndalelowdown.com where you can find every episode we've done and I was going to say some other stuff but there isn't really much in terms of other stuff <laughs> well, Maybe we'll get back to that at some point. <laughs> yeah, we did have a plan way back to sort of produce extra stuff for the website and that might, you know that kind of just didn't work. That didn't last. Well, no, not it didn't work. That's not fair. We just sort of Forgot about it, I think, is the correct term. Our voiceover work at the start of the episode was done by Rob Marrera. Um, as we're recording, I've been giving out the website address every episode, and as we're recording, the website is his website isn't up. <laughs> so instead, I will point people to his uh, Twitter for now, at twitter.com slash robmarerevo. That is, um, Rob Marrera is spelled R-O-B-B-M-O-R-E-I-R-A. Yeah, I think we're um, pretty... Well, we, are we, well, I suppose I should mention we have an Instagram for what that's worth. Oh, yeah, I did that on a whim. <laughs> I mean, I think it's mostly going to be just random thoughts and when new episodes are up, really, that's it. Yeah, it's mostly just, you know, if people prefer... I know people prefer certain social media, so covering all my channels here. Yeah, um, and I think it is The Lawn, the Lawndale Lowdown on Instagram, I think. Yes. This is kind of the problem with not having everything the same. I mean, it's, it's whatever. The website's at thelawndalelowdown.com, so make it that way you will. I, I, it's my fault. I started it. <laughs> I started the confusion by making the Twitter and the website different. And the email. <laughs> actually, I'm not sure lawndalelowdown.com might, might have been actually taken. I don't I, can't I was going to say, I think the problem was, yeah, you said that you couldn't use it. So we had to, we had we had to, to do improvise. something different. But anyway, yeah, that, um, I think we'll call that a show. So it's uh, goodbye from me. It's uh, goodbye from Princess Bester. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>